Welcome to the Holistic Health Bites podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Nicholson, here with bite-sized episodes to empower, educate, and enlighten you with ways to lose weight, heal your gut, and achieve your ideal health so you can live an adventure-filled life. Let's dive in. Today, we're talking all about how fruit affects your overall health. People have mixed opinions on fruit. Some people believe that it is a necessary part of a healthy diet, while others view it as unhealthy and full of sugar. Some say it's natural, therefore there should be no limitations. And yet the fruit we know of today is nothing like the fruit of just a few decades ago. Plus, many cultures back then would not have had access to fruit year round. So how should we be approaching fruit? A new study was just published in the Scandinavian Journal of Gastroenterology looking at this exact topic. The title of their paper is The Effect of a Fruit-Rich Diet on Liver Biomarkers, Insulin Resistance, and Lipid Profile in Patients with Non-Alcoholic Fatty Liver Disease, a Randomized Clinical Trial. Now this is the gold standard type of research as a clinical trial with random assignment into two different groups. Now, before we break down this study, let's chat briefly about non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, or NAFLD. NAFLD is a condition where fat accumulates in the liver, not due to overconsumption of alcohol, but due to insulin resistance mostly. Roughly one in three people in the U.S. have this condition, which can lead to liver inflammation, scarring of the liver, and can ultimately lead to hepatic fibrosis, cirrhosis, and ultimately liver failure. This is a topic we should all care about. So now let's break down this particular study. There were 80 participants, so it's a relatively small study group, They were randomly assigned to either consume at least four servings of fruit per day or less than two servings of fruit per day. They performed various blood tests and physical measurements before and after the trial, and the entire trial lasted six months. Now, at the end of the study, the results were fascinating. The group that consumed higher amounts of fruit had gained an average of seven kilograms in body weight. That's about 15 pounds. While the group that had restricted their fruit intake had actually lost six and a half kilograms or about 14 pounds. That's a difference of almost 30 pounds between the two groups. The higher fruit group also gained 3.9 centimeters on average in their waist circumference, while the lower fruit group actually lost 6.6 centimeters in their waist circumference. The higher fruit group also had higher triglycerides at the end of the study, and the lower fruit group actually had lower triglycerides than they did at the beginning of the study. The higher fruit group had higher LDL, or bad cholesterol. The lower fruit group had actually decreased their LDL cholesterol. The higher fruit group had higher total cholesterol than at the beginning of the study, and the lower fruit group 
had lower total cholesterol than at the beginning of the study. The higher fruit group had lower HDL or good cholesterol, which we actually want to be higher. There's decreased. And the lower fruit group did increase their HDL, which is beneficial. The liver enzymes also increased in the higher fruit group and decreased significantly in the lower fruit group. Blood sugar levels increased in the higher fruit group and decreased in the lower fruit group. Insulin resistance increased in the higher fruit group, evidenced by both fasting insulin increases and higher insulin resistance scores calculated using the HOMA-IR calculation. The lower fruit group improved in both fasting insulin and insulin resistance scores. Now those are some pretty impressive results. Now to be fair, there are other studies that contradict these findings, and this study specifically looked at people who already had existing NAFLD, although that accounts for one third of the population, so it's not like it's not relevant. This study is also not claiming that fruit causes fatty liver, just that it seemed to progress the condition in those who already had it. This interventional study did not really evaluate other foods, food groups, or food quantities, though they did document the overall diet of the participants in both groups. Both groups were consuming roughly equal amounts of meats, grains, sugars, vegetables, and overall calories. They also tracked exercise and found that both groups were essentially equal there as well. So the only intentional intervention was the fruit consumption. This study poses some interesting questions about whether or not we should really be consuming fruit or considering it a freebie since it's natural. You might be tempted to disregard this study because they were only examining those with existing fatty liver disease. But if NAFLD is present in one third of the population, I'd say we all need to pay attention, especially given that cholesterol, lipids, blood sugar, and insulin resistance all also got worse on the fruit-rich diet. It's a relatively easy nutritional strategy to just cut back on fruit. I'd also say that most of us really need to cut back on grains and overall carbohydrates as well. But that's a story for a different day. Thanks for being a faithful listener to the podcast. I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on this podcast so that others can more easily find this valuable information. Did you know I also work one-on-one with clients? I approach solving health challenges like I approached solving crimes by conducting a thorough investigation into your case. Sadly, hundreds of millions of people in the U.S. have insulin resistance, pre-diabetes, and diabetes, and the vast majority have no idea. I'm here to fix that. If you struggle with low energy, stubborn weight, hypertension, sleep disturbances, or any other undesired symptoms, let's talk. All you have to do is schedule a free call. The link will be in the show notes. And no, you do not need to live near me.